Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to the Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam with my co-host, Kia Martinson. From Engaged, Connecticut. I'm here, where I am. I don't know where you are. <laughs> no matter where you are, we're with you. Uh, as in last week's uh, episode, we are connected long distance by phone and computer. And we're doing the same thing again. So thank you for joining me, Kia. You're very welcome. <laughs> so it's Wednesday. And you know what that means. Do you have a tip? Yes, I do have a Wedding Tip Wednesday. Patterson Family Chocolates is proud to present Wedding Tip Wednesday on Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store at pattersonfamilychocolates.com. This Wedding Tip Wednesday is a brand new thing. It's the all-weather wedding dress. The company is Katmandu. They have created the world's first all-weather, all-terrain wedding dress. It packs down into a little travel size and allows brides to choose from the world's most remote locations for their big day. This dress is waterproof and transforms into a cape with a hood. It has large pockets and has internal zips to transform the length of the dress. And this, this... All-weather wedding dress is available today, April 1st. Wedding Tip Wednesday on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. Thank you. That was our Wedding Tip Wednesday. And now, Kia, we have a guest. Hopefully, we can connect with her. Emma, you still there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is uh, Emma from, what's the name of your company, Emma? Uh, My company is Emma Thurgood Photography. And you're out of? New Britain, Connecticut, but I serve all of the state of Connecticut. Of course you do. And what are your social tags, like social media tags? Uh, You can find me on Facebook at Emma Thurgood Photography, Instagram at Emma Thurgood Photo, and Pinterest at Emma Thurgood Photo. Great. That gets all our social media out there. Now, we have a kind of a dual topic that we're going to discuss with you. The first part, we're going to kind of discuss the situation that we're in uh, now with the uh, virus and how it's affecting you and your business. And then you have a special topic that you want to talk about in the second half, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody, everything on everybody's mind today is COVID-19 and then... Um, my special topic that I want to talk about uh, is data safety, which a lot of super people, important. yeah, it is super important. A lot of people, um, nobody really asks me about it, but I think it's one of the most important things that people should be asking their photographer. So I'm, I'm happy to be here talking about it with you today. And that's So to start off, have you had to reschedule any weddings? Yes. Um, I actually had a light spring so I only had one wedding scheduled for April that has now been rescheduled to August. And then I had another wedding for the first weekend of May that we've rescheduled to May of next year. And then I have two more weddings uh, scheduled for May that have not yet been rescheduled, but we're already talking about, you know, let's get a date kind of lined up 
list and, you know, when should we be making that decision? So it's, you know, they're kind of waiting and seeing as far as reschedules go. But um, right now they're still on the table for May, but I, I think they're probably going to get rescheduled. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. We'll see. Yes, prob- probably. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's really hard because the couples, you know, all couples are feeling this. They, they don't want to reschedule. They want to keep their original wedding plans. They've been working on this for, you know, six years. months, <laughs> yeah, a year, years. sometimes even longer. <laughs> you know, like it, it depends on who the couple is. But, you know, uh, you know, so they are really apprehensive about changing all of their plans that they've been putting their heart and soul into for so long. And I, I feel that really hard for them, you know, because I've been on this journey with them for however long they've been doing it. And so I'm... You know, aside from my own personal business and financial interest in their weddings, like, I have an emotional investment with them in it. And so I, too, have been looking forward to this day as well. And, you know, it breaks my heart to be like, we've got to move it. But, you know, it's a a safety concern. You know, you don't want, you know, people are bringing their elderly relatives, like their grandparents or their, um, their older aunts and uncles. And it's like, you don't want to put those people at risk with a large nope. gathering and you also want them to be there to celebrate your day with you so it's like let's weigh the risks and rewards of moving the day it's a little bit of a catch-22 that we're sort of in because obviously we have to reschedule ones at this moment i spoke to a couple this morning who they're getting married in october and she was like if they can't come do we still do it do we not do it and i think part of it is like you said it's just the uncertainty and we've invested our time with them and we just sort of feel it with them and so it's a hard it's a hard decision to make yeah so yeah exactly and yeah even couples you know i had an inquiry just the other day about a couple who wants to get married this august and they're just like what if we have to cancel in august and There's just no telling, you know, for August and September. I mean, yeah. we just have no idea what's going to happen that far out. Like, you know, I have a couple right now uh, for June, and their venue has kind of given them the the high sign that it's a possibility they may have to reschedule, but, like, they're not even telling them when they would notify them. And it's like, we don't know. You know, the state hasn't given us any indication about what they might do because we're still – on a mandate that's only through, you know, mid to late April. And that's one of the reasons why <laughs> we're, know. I'm sitting at least in my bathroom, you're sitting in a car and Sam is in his dungeon um, recording this because, I mean, even just the three of us can't be together. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, what are, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to tell our clients about, you know, things that happen past the first week of May? Like, we don't know what to tell them because we're not getting any um, indication about what's going to happen past that point because we just don't know that and that's the thing that's really killing us and our clients is is the uncertainty about it you know and um you know the the best advice i can just um give my clients right now is just to focus on the things that you can control know that i'm here to be with you on your team you know i'm i'm just as invested into your wedding as you are like i care about it just as much as you do and like i i want to work it out with you and i want to make it happen for you and so just know that like I'm, I'm I'm here for you. <laughs> you know, uh, you want to talk about it. I'm here to talk about it with you. And I want to I want to be solution driven and and work this out with you and help you celebrate your day in the in the way that you want to celebrate it. That's great advice. I think that's a great thing what you just said that you're solution driven, because that is probably the best part. Because I know Sam and I have talked to some of our couples because we do share a few of them and. 
we're trying to sort of provide solutions. We're trying to provide answers. We're just like you said, we're just as stuck and don't really have one, but we're coming up with plans B, C, D, and E. And I'm sure you've had people who have said, hey, um, you know, what if we still get married on our date? We like photograph that and then we'll have a wedding later on. Um, have you has had that happened to you yet? Kind of. So my couple that was supposed to be married the first week of May and, and rescheduled their big day to May of next year, they've talked about how, you know, they kind of just, we decided to move their whole package and they were able to keep all of their original vendors too, to the next, to the May date next year. Um, so we're just going to redo everything we had planned on doing for this year, next year. Um, and then they said that maybe if, if we can do it, they want to do like a, an intimate elopement um, with like just their parents uh, this year, if we can on their original date. And and they understand that it's, um, you know, con- you know, it's only about if, if we can dependent on what the state is mandating at the time of their original date. Right. But you've given them know, options. Can't. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're totally open to the fact that it, it might not be a possibility if businesses can't have a gathering of more than X amount of people that like I could be in serious trouble and facing fines if we get caught at a state park with you know right. more than five right. people at this point, I think is the mandate right now. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, so, th- so they don't want to put me in jeopardy for that. They understand that, you know, but at the same time, if they can elope, they want to do that, you know. So, and I would love to help them with that if I can. Well, thank and you very much that. for that's, that's for, one of the solutions. <laughs> thank you very much for giving us your side of uh, of what's happening during this, and a lot of other vendors are, are of course facing that uh, same situation. Uh, and literally, it's it's on a month by month basis from, from what I can see now. Uh, Kia, are you kind of shooting brides after uh, June first? Uh, are they up in the air too? What's your situation? Um, so for us, you know, I, I have a my May couples, with the exception of one, has um, they haven't made their decision yet. Um, they're really hoping to get into the middle of April and make that decision. My one of my May couples did say they were moving it because most of their guests are elderly and their her father um, has some health issues, so really wanted to be extra safe. My June couple, uh, they're saying, hey. Some of my June couples. So basically all of them are saying we're going to get to the end of April and we're going to make a decision. From there, Um, I spoke to my July couple. They're sort of holding off with the hope that summer will be nice and warm and we won't have this anymore. And I this morning was speaking to one of my October couples. And what they've decided to do is with a sound mind, without sort of freaking out, they're cutting down their guest list into different groups. because they have time. So she's putting it into like 50 people, 75 people, you know, 100 people. Oh, she's doing that. Good idea. Because it's it's going to be a tough decision and she's not going to be able to um, refund back most of her, her funds. So basically what we decided today was when she's got nothing else to do and is sitting at home with, I think, believe almost a two-year-old. Um, so she does actually have a lot to do. But she's going to, with a sound mind, say like, okay, so here's our core family. These are the people we know can come, and then they're going to sort of work their way out. So depending on what the state says, they'll have a plan in place. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's a great solution um, for what is already going to be a difficult decision. Excellent. excellent. As usual, here yeah, you've come up with some wonderful suggestions for your couples. All right, we're going to take a quick break with our Indie Blast Podcast Network sponsor, and we'll be right back. Need something delivered? Do you need dinner? 
Groceries? Did you forget to stop and buy that bottle of tequila? Postmates is here for you. If you haven't tried Postmates before, we have a great deal for you. Just by setting up a new account and using the code IndieFood, you will be eligible for $100 in delivery fee credits for the first seven days of your membership. Don't wait. Go to Postmates.com and use the code IndieFood. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-O-O-D. Postmates. Anything, anytime, anywhere. Postmate it. Are you shopping to find your thing? Is your thing stickers, t-shirts, posters? Is your thing wall art, clothing, home and living, phone cases? Are you shopping for your kids and babies? How about stationery? Many, many other gifts. You can find all these at Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. Get the app and save 20% at redbubble.com. Find your thing. Click on the link in the show notes. That's Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. If you are a podcaster looking for a network of other amazing podcasts, look no further than Indie Blast. We offer camaraderie of other podcasters sharing in the hustle of trying to make the best and most professional podcasts we can. By joining Indie Blast, we can help you increase your listenership by offering strength in numbers. It will also increase your chances of monetizing your podcast. As I said, there is strength in numbers, and networks provide that possibility. If you are interested in finding out more about the Indie Blast Podcast Network, go to IndieBlastNetwork.com slash contact. That's IndieBlastNetwork.com slash contact. Welcome back to Being Aged and Inspired. DJ Sam here, and Kia, you still on the line? I'm still on the line. Wonderful. And Emma Thurgood, are you still on the line? I'm still here. Thank you guys so much. All right, let's get to your website and all your social media again. All right, you guys can find me on the interwebs at emmathurgood.com, on Instagram at emmathurgoodphoto, and Facebook at emmathurgoodphotography. Awesome. So you had a great topic that you wanted to cover, which is actually a conversation that I have with a lot of my couples. Um, It's about how your story and your data and basically all of your hard work that you're doing, what do you do with it? Yeah, yeah, data safety. And I'm so glad to hear that you do talk about it with a lot of your couples because, you know, I'm sitting in these consultations with prospective clients and I'm like, great, do you guys have any more questions? And they say, I don't know what to ask. What should I be asking you about? And I'm always saying, you should be asking me how I'm taking care of your photos. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, because not enough people really understand how much work we put into data safety. Um, and, you know, data safety, a lot of us think about that in terms of, like, our personal information and, like, you know, who we give it out to and how they protect it from being stolen by identity thieves. But for photographers, it's, it's more complex than that. You know, there, there's a lot more data. You know, like, of course, we want to protect our clients' personal information, but then there's the photos that we take of the wedding day, you know, and videographers as well, this applies to, but I'm a photographer, so I'm going to talk about it in terms of photos. Um, which is the product we produce. It's the most precious thing that we can capture of the wedding day, and it's the thing that lives on beyond the wedding day to help people remember. So, And, that's and if that data is gone or lost, that can be really difficult to recover. Exactly, exactly. And, and right. sometimes it cannot be recovered, and, and that's why having a safe and sound backup practice is so important. And it's not just about one thing that you do for your data safety. It's about many steps that you take throughout your entire process from capture to delivery that makes a safe and sound okay, data so, safety practice. 
so Emma, why, why don't you walk us through it then? So uh, the photographer takes the picture at the wedding. I'm assuming that's the start of where everything goes. What what happens from that point onwards? Walk us through it. So um, every photographer has different practices. There's no real industry standard, and there's heated debates about this in professionals groups about what you should be doing. Um, but there are certain things that most wedding photographers do. And so from taking the picture, the number one thing that pretty much any wedding photographer should be doing if they're a qualified professional is uh, it's called dual card shooting. So pro camera gear uh, has two memory card slots so that they can be writing the data from the, from the you know, when you click the shutter on your camera, it's writing two copies of that image file, one to each card. That way, if a card corrupts, then it, you know, you've got another copy of those image files on another card. And that's one of the reasons why your equipment as professionals is so expensive, because it's not just the yeah. basic camera that I have, the, you know, or my phone camera. Like yeah. literally yeah. that costs significantly more money. And knowing that, I just sort of wanted to put that out because really? I think sometimes people think like you just have a camera and you push a button and Exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's yeah. The cameras we're using are not like the five hundred dollar DSLRs that you get at Best Buy as an entry level amateur photographer. Like we're dropping two thousand dollars just on our bodies alone. <laughs> Never mind the lens. Most of the time, it's for extra bells and whistles, like having you know two cards to put in that camera to write the data and for the pleasure of being able to shoot in essentially a dark room and still get a good quality photo. Important. Um, you know, but yeah, also important for the people getting married in cathedrals that don't allow flash. Um, but coming back around to data safety. So then after, for my process, like I said, every photographer has their own one um, because there's not like a set industry standard. But for my process, when a wedding day is over, the first thing I do is I come like I come back to my office and I immediately am downloading the photos. And I don't download them to my computer. I download them to an external hard drive. That way, if my computer crashes and I have to send it off to repairs, I'm not delaying my client's work, like being able to deliver my client's work. Like that way, my client files are not dependent on the machine that I'm working on. Um, and then at the same time, that external hard drive is being backed up to a cloud-based backup system. So there's two copies, again, there of my client's files, one on that external hard drive and one on the cloud-based storage. And then the other thing that happens is I don't format or delete the files from my memory card until after I've delivered the, the final gallery to my client. So I, I technically have three copies. Right. Of right. the raw images that I took from a wedding. So you always wow. have backups, no matter what happens yeah. to the originals. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store. PattersonFamilyChocolates.com or 860-215-1349. 
Our secret family chocolate recipe of dark and milk chocolates are crafted to the Epicurean quality of European-style handmade gourmet truffles. Check out our new Caramel Carousel, 100% caramels of sea salt and regular assorted dark milk and white truffles. Patterson Family Chocolates provides a personal touch for your personal and business gifts, customizing packaging for your family and business. Patterson Family Chocolates. Call us today, 860-215-1349 or online at Patterson Family Chocolates chocolates.com. Kathy from Simply K Studios here letting you know that I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every week. You should too. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths. As seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com That's www.atmosphere-productions.com Productions.com. There are 24 hours in a day. One third of the day is spent in bed. Now, why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value. Plus, they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep. Thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. Are you looking for a wedding experience like no other in Connecticut? The Inn at Mount Pleasant, situated in Torrington, is the perfect New England setting. Their historic barn and classic bed and breakfast provides you with a full wedding weekend. Custom farm tables, bistro lighting, chandeliers, and fire pits are just a few amenities. Find us at engagedct.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jay Butler, Deputy Director for Infectious Diseases at CDC. I'd like to talk to you about the new virus that causes the disease COVID-19. Older adults and people who have severe chronic medical conditions like heart, lung, or kidney disease, or diabetes may be at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are one of the people at increased risk for serious COVID-19 illness, it's especially important for you to take action to reduce the risk of getting COVID-19 now. The first thing you can do is take care of your own health. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol if soap and water are not available. Cover your coughs or sneezes with a tissue, or cough or sneeze into your elbow, not your hands. Avoid contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect surfaces in your home, such as counters, tabletops, and doorknobs to remove germs. Use household cleaning sprays or wipes according to the label instructions. The next thing you can do is make a plan for what to do if you do get sick. Know who will take care of you if your caregiver gets sick. Talk to your healthcare provider about getting extra necessary medications to have on hand. Get enough supplies too, 
including enough household items and groceries so you can stay home for a few weeks if you have to. The third thing you can do is pay attention to what's happening locally. If COVID-19 is spreading in your community, stay home as much as possible and avoid crowds. If you get sick with fever, cough, or shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider. If you develop warning signs, such as difficulty breathing, persistent pain or pressure in your chest, confusion, or blueness of the lips or face, these may be signs of serious illness. Call 911. For more information and the latest resources, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19 or call 1-800-CDC-INFO. That's 1-800-232-4636. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. I had a videographer once who had literally all of their systems fail and not due to anything that they, they did wrong, um, but they weren't backing up as many times and they, you know, they had a different way of doing it at that point, but that was an incredibly expensive lesson to learn. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's so, so rare to have, even with all of the backup precautions I take, cause I'm, I'm still not done describing my backup system. <laughs> um, <laughs> even with all of the precautions I take, it's incredibly remote, but it's still possible that all of my systems could fail at once. Like, you know, there's no, um, there's no universe where that possibility doesn't exist for any photographer that all of their systems could potentially fail at once. And, and we have liability insurance to protect us in that instance where we could refund the client all of everything and it, it would just be a sucky situation. But that's the reason that professionals do take so many steps in the backup process is because that situation of a complete, total catastrophic failure is so remote. But people, photographers who don't dual shoot, who don't back up, you know, and have multiple copies all the time, who save the copies to their computer directly, they run the risk of having failures happen much more often. Like, I've had cards corrupt on me more than once. Um, you know, I've had my computer crash on me, and I've had to completely yep. reset it more than once. Yeah, I'm sure that's um, you know, to many I, people, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> You know, and so the fact that I take all of the backup steps that I do is what has protected me and my business and has enabled me to keep on being able to deliver for my clients. And, my, you know, my clients don't know that I've had these problems and, you know, I've been able to deliver their wedding gallery for them without issue because I take all of these backup steps. So you said so that even though I've had failure points, my backup system have saved me. So you said there were other steps that you, you take on top of that. What are those? Yeah. So the other thing I do is um, all of the work, like when I'm working on a client's gallery, all of my editing is done on cloud-based systems. So nothing that I do is tied directly to a machine. So like I said, my raw files from my memory cards are on an external hard drive. And then when I import them into my editing software, um, like a ghost copy, of the images are made in my editing software and that catalog and those ghost copies are on a different cloud-based backup system from the original cloud-based backup. <laughs> and cool. then that, that catalog is also actually being backed up to the first cloud-based system. So I have a lot of clouds floating Whoa. around in the sky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then that way, 
even if I lose the original raw files, both from my memory card, that external hard drive, and off of that cloud-based backup, I still have that catalog on my one cloud and the other cloud, and I could deliver um, a printable JPEG um, to my clients from wow. that. Yeah. And so, uh, so that's another way to back up. And then once I uh, have exported all of my final edited images as JPEGs and I upload them to my client's gallery, the gallery system that I use is uh, live and available to my clients for 10 years. So that's like a third backup. Wow. And then the JPEGs, I save them both on uh, a cloud system and my external hard drives. So there's like three... Uh, three places that those are saved. But I think what you said is super key here is that because you're a professional and you've invested um, not only in your clients, but you've invested as a business in yourself, making sure you can provide the perfect quality for your clients, the chances of something going totally wrong are much slimmer. It's the problem when people are working with um, amateurs or people who may not necessarily be a true professional photographer, there's more chances for things to go wrong because it's they don't. They don't realize they could go wrong. Absolutely, um, I, right. I didn't even realize that when you're taking the pictures, you're taking two pictures, one to one card and one to a, a second one. I never knew that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> but that was before I even started advertising to take clients. I I got a camera that could do that. I said I cannot be a professional until I have that gear. That's like the first thing that I have to do. And you said you've had cards corrupt. Yes, I've had multiple cards corrupt in the middle of photographing weddings either what, my own like for my own weddings or when i've been second shooting for other photographers what can cause that just so people you know there's just really actually is it just random yeah, so um usually it has to do with age like if a card is really old so when i've been second shooting for other photographers they give me like old crappy cards and that's usually like i've had cards corrupt that other photographers uh, gave me that were just old yep that explains cards. it yep um yep. So you're supposed to, as a photographer, you're supposed to format the card in camera instead of, like, deleting pictures off of a memory card in your camera or formatting the card on your computer or deleting images individually from the computer. You're just not supposed to do that. Like, it, when you've gotten the images that you want off your memory card, you're supposed to put the card back in the camera and format the card in the camera, and that helps the longevity. But all cards have a lifespan, and so yeah. eventually a card yeah. is going to corrupt and fail on you. It's, it's only a matter of time. Yep, yep, just like any. Photographers out yep. there, they only use a card once, and that's part of their backup system. Yep. They'll only use a card once for a wedding, and then they retire that card, and that's it. Yep. Cool. I don't think that's necessary, but there are some photographers out there that that's part of their backup system. Oh, no, I've, I've worked with several that, uh, <laughs> that do that, and um, hey— it seems to work for them and uh, gives them a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah. So what else do you do as far as the backup is concerned? What else do you do? Um, I mean, like I said, that's pretty much my system is I just make sure that I oh, okay. constantly have as many multiple copies as I can. So, like, the the only time I don't have three copies of files going at once is when I'm taking the picture where I only have the two copies right. from the cards in my camera. So that's that's the minimum number of images I have. The copies of an image I have is two. So you, you also said <laughs> that you, you keep the uh, images for 10 years? Yeah, so the final JPEG images are live in the client's gallery for 10 years. Theoretically, I have them 
you know, indefinitely because of my cloud storage and I don't plan on deleting them, but like I said, anything is possible. So, right, so technically they're clearly living in that at this moment. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so and I think that's just such an important thing that people, you know, don't, I, I know I've had clients who've come back and said like, Hey, you know, I tried to get a hold of my photographer because they, they want a picture, which maybe wasn't as meaningful during the wedding or when they were picking their albums or doing any of that stuff. But now some family members have passed away. Um, and I know I've had that conversation with photographers and clients saying like, this is like the best photo that we have of this person. And um, so it's just really nice to know that clients can come back to you and say like, Hey, I, you know, I can get access to it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the other thing. The reason having so many multiple copies stored in different places is so important. And, and clients should do this too with the photos that they download is, you know, download them in more than one place, not all on the same device, is because files can just corrupt with age, too. Like, when was the last time you tried to open up a file from five years ago and maybe something was wrong with it? Um, you know, files can just corrupt with age. So uh, it's, that's why you want to have multiple copies of it and not all on your laptop or anything like that. Again, that's why backups are so important, because something can happen, you know, with your computer and suddenly all of your files in this one folder are corrupted and, you know, you can't access them anymore. Is there any tips that you would give uh, couples after they've uh, gotten their images on uh, how to secure their, uh, their files? Well, as I just mentioned, download them more than once to different locations on different devices, preferably one of those places being a cloud because the cloud is not device dependent. Um, and print your photos. And God, for goodness sakes, please print your photos because you want to be able to share them with people who come over to your house and, you know, relive your wedding moments every day when you walk by them. Those are the things that you're going to be, you know, if you have children, you want to be able to show these things to your children. And you're not going to be pulling out your tablet to scroll endlessly through your gallery to find your wedding photos to show your kids. You're going to be showing them an album or you're going to be showing the picture on your wall. Like my parents, they have two wedding photos that they've always had on display in their house. And like, I love those photos. That's how I think about my parents yep. when I, you know, think about who they were before I existed. <laughs> That's great yeah. advice. Great advice. Photos. So Emma, once again, how can people find you connect with you? My favorite way is when people look at my beautiful photos on my website, emmathurga.com and then hit me up on the contact form. Um, but you can also find me on Instagram at Emma Thurgood Photo or Facebook at Emma Thurgood Photography. Perfect. Sam, Perfect. any parting words as usual? Well, my final departing tip is eight questions you must ask wedding professional before booking them. This special free report is available only on our website. As I said, it's free at www.atmosphere-productions.com. Get it today and learn to shop like a pro from a pro. One more tip. Uh, the next couple of episodes of the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast will be episodes that we recorded prior to the coronavirus epidemic. So watch out for those. Next couple of weeks are going to be pre-recorded episodes that you've never heard before, and we hope you join us. Thank you, Sam, and thank you, Emma. So remember, you can download and subscribe to us on Google Play. Uh, you can do it on iTunes. You can find us pretty much everywhere that all podcasts are. Remember, please, if you have any questions, any topics you want us to cover, send us an email at engagect at gmail.com, and we're here every single Wednesday, so come on back.
The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. Indie Blast Podcast Network.